You're listening to the Bahai World News Service. Inspired by the teachings of Bahá'u'lláh, people of all walks of life have been learning about building new kinds of communities. Communities that express the principles of unity and justice are characterized by cooperation, mutual support, and love, and in which reason and faith, science and religion are in harmony and are directed toward the betterment of the world. Working for this kind of transformation of communities and of society as a whole is a long-term endeavor that has spanned decades and will continue for generations to come. It is something that has to be learned. Over the course of many decades, the Baha'i community has developed structures to facilitate learning at different levels, from the local to the international, and to diffuse new insights across a global community. At the continental level, this learning process is captured and shared by the continental boards of councillors. Councillors are senior officials appointed every five years to assist Baha'i communities in their efforts to work towards social and spiritual transformation. Some 80 of these senior officials from around the planet recently met at the Baha'i World Center following the 12th International Baha'i Convention to reflect on major developments in Baha'i communities around the world. During this recent conference, some groups of councillors participated in conversations with the Baha'i World News Service for a series of podcasts on community building and social change. In this episode, Risa Bakanes, Zoraida Garcia Garo, Gloria Javid, Saba Matza, Daniel Pierce Olam, and Sokum Tere Reth discuss the impact of spiritual and moral education programs offered by the Baha'i community on youth and the communities in which they live. Timor-Leste is a very small country in the Asia-Pacific region, and it has a very young population. I think more than 75% of the population are under 25 years of age. And there's uh, uh, opportunities for education and for work. And it's so interesting to see that despite this lack of opportunity, there's such a desire in these youth to contribute to, to raising up their country. And in the last couple of years, we've seen many of the youth in the capital of, of Timor-Leste, in Dili, have been so attracted to the programs of the Baha'i community, which equipped them to contribute to this process of lifting up their communities. Uh, and so you've seen big groups of youth have come together and they've started uh, walking this path of service uh, this concept has really attracted them and they've uh, taken it up with great gusto and they've started to take small steps, uh, activities that they can do, particularly to help with um, with children's uh, education, this aspect of how children can be uh, spiritually educated, morally empowered, and also with this uh, age group of about 12 to 15, you know, that, that adolescent age group, uh, that they, they talk about as junior youth. Uh, these ones in particular, they've seen their response. So they've, they've started to try and help these younger youth to learn about how they can, they can serve their community. So there's, there's junior youth groups that they form in, in, in uh, neighbourhoods. But I guess one thing, one thing that I've observed is how the youth like to help each other. So as soon as they start on this path, they, they bring their friends with them. 
and and you see the the first group of youth bringing in another group, and then that group bringing in a further group. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a it's it's almost like there's a movement that's occurring. I don't know if you're seeing this in other places. Yes, actually, it's so interesting because the same thing is happening in Delhi and in India. Um, uh, Around the House of Worship, which is uh, located in South Delhi, we're also working in neighborhoods, inviting youth uh, to come and build their capacity to serve their own uh, neighborhood. And the same thing that Dan said, uh, they love to be in large groups together. Perhaps we had this assumption that youth are selfish, they're thinking always of themselves, they don't have time for others. But then when they when, when they have that guidance, when they have uh, a direction to their lives, they become very effective agents of change mm-hmm. in their communities. And the adolescents look up to the youth. I mean, I think if older people talk to them, they feel that they're always um, guiding them, telling them what to do, what not to do. But then when adolescents have the company of youth who are just a few years older than them, then it becomes a beautiful um, example to the adolescent of, of how I want to be when I grow up old. Veo que también los, los jóvenes están haciendo una contribución en el... We've seen the impact young people are having on their neighborhoods where they live. We have witnessed this process for some time now, and we are seeing that the transformation is also within them as individuals. They realize that they have capacity to change the world around them. So when the youth in these neighborhoods begin to assist the younger youth, the junior youth, in their development, the older youth gain the capacity to think of others. They develop capacity to read their social reality, and they realize that things can change. An important aspect of this positive development has been the opening up of spaces for youth to consult together. Very soon we find that they have a sense of agency and ownership of the process. In this age group, it is common to have a desire for justice. Justice is very important. These youths see that what is happening around them is not just, and they become conscious that they can do something to contribute to social betterment. This is very powerful. For example, on the island of Gran Canaria, we have had a project for about seven years in the neighborhoods. And we have seen that these groups of youth and these junior youth between 12 and 15 experience profound transformation. Recently, they decided to organize a major street cleaning effort on the street leading to the school in their area. After making the decision together, they took action and cleaned the area, transforming the street. The director of the school then spoke to them. This is incredible, he said. For seven years we have been requesting from the city government to organize the cleaning of this street and nothing has been done. And now you come in one day and it's done. This is something simple but important for the youth to realize. They have capacity, they have the desire to serve in their neighborhood, and they can make a change. A lo mejor sencillas, pero son muy poderosas para darse cuenta que ellos tienen capacidades y que tienen el deseo de servir en sus barrios y hacen un cambio con sus familias y con ellos mismos, ¿no? Yeah, so it's uh, also the same in uh, Batambuan, Cambodia. So we can see also 
the, uh, the groups of youth that they uh, was invited to the training and then like uh, build their capacity to not only like to educate themselves but also contribute to to the the education in the country so then we can see like uh, uh, after they study so then they go back and then they share with uh, many generations of youth and then also they work with like like the children and junior youth and also uh, right now we can see that um, uh, everyone in the community they work together and then build a community so uh, during the when the temple build so that we can see like uh, this habit already form that uh, everyone uh, not just uh, to come to the temple to pray but uh, they also contribute to uh, build the temple they uh, carry the earth and stone and also they uh, plant the flowers to make the garden around the temple more beautiful and uh, also they invite their parents and the, uh, the whole family and the whole community to come pray together and serve together in the in this communities and that, that reminds me of the, the youth in Timor-Leste mm-hmm. is one of the ideas that really they resonate with is that they are noble you know, this nobility of the, the human being that they have these, these qualities within them and they particularly are drawn to the, the idea that, that you can consider humans as minds rich mm-hmm. in gems of inestimable value so these gems are these qualities that, that they, they have so this aspect of the nobility of of the of youth, you know, you can see when they get that idea, they they want to express it, and and expressing it by helping the the, the children and the the others in the community. Uh, so this too, the the idea of you yourself improving, but also improving your your community is something that when that idea is starting to grow in the the, the minds of these young people what they start to do is tremendous. So it's that, is it? Yeah, like during the inauguration of the temple, also one letter sent to this uh, community that uh, this temple was built by the noble people with noble spirits. Mm. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest challenges in India is uh, respect and opportunities for the girl child. Mm. And this educational process is open to all youth of the uh, of the neighborhoods in fact we try they try their utmost to bring a larger number of girls because always the the number of boys mm-hmm. who participate is much much higher mm-hmm. and then um, when uh, young girls have the opportunity to study this material they uh, realize they they too have the capacity to contribute to society they think more of their futures of how they can um, become more independent uh, and also go in for a higher education Um, so it has helped um, a large number of young girls to do better in school uh, because of the material they study when they come to these courses it helps them in their school education and also to think of possibilities not just get married at a very early age and and um, but 
to um, think of a career that they would like to pursue or higher studies that they can pursue. It just opens more possibilities for their lives uh, to, to progress. One of the things that uh, Dan also mentioned, this large group of youth um, that support each other becomes an environment of, of uh, positive peer pressure. Because we always think about in schools of, of the peer pressure that pulls them in the wrong directions. And when there are a large group of youth doing similar things, serving their society, um, being more respectful towards teachers in school, doing things for their uh, younger siblings at home, it creates an environment where um, makes doing good things more popular and they support each other in that good work so they, they don't feel in the beginning it was they were the odd ones out especially with young boys teaching children everyone made fun of them that uh, <laughs> don't you have better things to do <laughs> than teach younger children or be with the junior youth but now because in one neighborhood there are a large number doing the same thing it's growing and it's the good t uh, doing the right thing is becoming more popular. So in Kiribati we are we are constantly doing the the training to for, to, for the animators like Timolese it's there are many limited uh, opportunities for employment, for further education. And so we are blessed with these uh, groups, uh, population, that, and also we see that they are very, very receptive. These uh, concepts about justice, uh, concepts about um, kindness and love, and it's so easy for them to, to understand. It's quite different when you try to start talking about this with adults, I don't know, but in my own experience, they uh, can easily understand these profound uh, concepts. I'm thinking about how powerful the youths are once they are transformed from the st from studying the re reflection of the life of the spirit and then releasing the power, the, uh, releasing the power of the junior youths. You know, those two books are quite very powerful. And if you think about it, it's the, the word of God in those uh, books that actually uh, connects the soul of the of the youths to God. But when they're mm -hmm. studying together in, with the other peers and there may be somebody tutoring them, they were assisted to be able to express what they understand until they are more confident. And so when they go out, they start talking to their parents. It's they, they are the first people to, to change the hearts of their parents, not other people. It's the children, when they start talking to their parents, you know, dad or mom, can we do it this way or that way? And, you know, but the way they, the language they're using is so profound that it will touch the heart. And I always think that uh, the best agents to change the parents are their own children. If we are able to, to, to assist the, you know, this age group, they will be able also, you know, to change their own parents. Of course, when we visit the parents as a, because we have to do that a lot to, to inform the parents that now the, that their children are assisting in this, uh, perhaps that 
uh, the program where they are helping the other younger ones, and we call that a junior youth program, we need to inform the parents and, and to get their support. But we see that uh, when there are some barriers, the best people in our own experience, the best people to assist their own parents are the children, but we need to help them, help them to be able to express well. And they will be able to express well that not only the hearts of their parents are touched, but even other other people and other parents. Yeah, on a European setting, when we look at um, Norway, near Oslo, there is a special neighborhood where 98% of the local population, the 7,000 inhabitants, are from all over the world. And to see how the, the Juno youth, this age range between 12 15, though they're only 40 in number, but they're already having an impact across their neighborhood where we have more than 600 other Juno youth and they're gradually reaching out to them. They started, there were only four or five and now already the process has increased a tenfold as they were saying the other day how oneness of mankind starts from our own family, our own neighborhood and being in such a diverse setting where literally you have um, most of the countries living there it just you see also before your eyes that it's not an abstract concept but you can build the unity of mankind from your own neighborhood and particularly I was very touched by a story of one of the Juno youth from Congo who was uh, who had trouble in school and she was engaged in bullism and the principal had already warned her that she would have been expelled from the local school when she entered the moral spiritual empowerment program within few days you could see a change something that was latent, the potential that was just there it was manifested and uh, she was the one now looking after uh, other children and the principal saw her uh, engage in a service project, an environmental project in the neighborhood and he the principal called the animator asking what happened just the other week she was uh, affected by negative forces and now she's <laughs> a champion of justice, she's an active agent of change, so he, he wants to adopt the program in the school itself, like it's happening in few other cases in Europe, but also seeing how even uh, a small, numerically small number of Juno youth can impact an entire neighborhood. This idea of the youth being an animator, you know, the concept that they are not a teacher, you know, not an authority, but they're, they're a friend of these, this, this younger, I think you were saying that, uh, this is su such an important idea that, that is driving this process forward, that, you know, the, the youth feel that they, they can bring to life, you know, the, a, a group of, of young teenagers and help them appreciate that they are protagonists. They're not consumers, because, you know, these days the forces around us are, are really affecting this age group and, and um, shaping them as consumers uh, and, and, and affecting them in so many ways. But when this group of youth start to realise they're, they're not, they're, they can be an agent that is, is actively uh, shaping the way things are going is, is such a powerful thing.
también me gustaría como ver que, que estos jóvenes, la contribución que están haciendo para conectar las diferentes generaciones ¿no? en el barrio. We can see how these young people's contribution is to connect the different generations in a neighborhood. When they make this connection with the parents and families in Gran Canaria and also in the rest of Spain, we see the effect in the community. For example, we have reflection meetings where the families come together with others and share this vision of unity. These spaces connect the children, junior youth, youth and adults. These spaces are the key. They think, they act, and they reflect on their action regularly. For example, within the program, the capacity for composing songs has sprung up. These songs are based on the materials being studied. So, in the junior youth groups, these songs are being composed and now are part of the culture. All the families and their neighbors have learned these songs and they are impacting culture. Todas las familias, otras asociaciones también han aprendido esas canciones y forman parte ya de la cultura. Also, it has built the capacity of youth to look around them, to look at their neighborhood around them and see what they want to change, mm -hmm. or to look at their school campus and mm -hmm. see what they want to change, what, what is unpleasant, what is not clean and orderly, how can we change it, how can we make it better. So in one of our uh, neighborhoods, there was this, um, in the neighborhood where these youth live, there's an alcohol shop, mm -hmm. where, and a lot of the fathers yeah. <laughs> buy alcohol from there and drink and then there is a, the problem in the in the community and how the youth protested outside that alcohol shop. <laughs> it didn't close the alcohol shop down wow. but it raised awareness that perhaps this does not need to be in a neighborhood where people live where families live because then it makes it much more easily accessible to, to people who live in that. So they're looking at their neighborhoods and and thinking constructively about how they would like to to change it for the better what what is there in that neighborhood that if it was it wasn't there life would be more peaceful you've been listening to an episode in a series of podcasts on community building spiritual transformation and social change featuring conversations with groups of councillors recorded by the Baha'i World News Service during the recent Councillors' Conference at the Baha'i World Centre. You can look forward to more podcast episodes in the coming months. For a list of audio stories and podcasts, go to news.baha'i.org.